0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. No matter what the circumstances say, I'm telling you, the coming together, the corporate anointing, the corporate anointing is more powerful than any other anointing. Glory. Yes, because there's no individual that can have more anointing than the body of Christ. So when we come together as the body, there is a significant manifestation of His power, of His presence. And so many things happen in your life once you are in His presence. You might not even know when you get freed of certain things. You might not know when things, you know, drop off your life. Just by being in His presence, worshiping the Lord. As you worship Him, as you do it in faith, things happen in your life. So it is always a privilege. And it's always wonderful, you know, when we come before the Lord. That's why, Father, when you are not, when you don't gather with the saints, you know, there are certain things that you that happen in your life, for instance, it becomes easier for you to give up. It becomes easier for you to be discouraged. It becomes easier for you to even backslide. It becomes easier for you to walk away from God. But when we are together, there are things that happen. Many things happen when we're together. So I just want to say, I'm saying all of this to say that I appreciate it. The fact that we are together. Amen? Do you appreciate it? Glory to God. All right, we're going to go into the Word of God. And um, we've been having uh, uh, some amazing engagements, especially based on last week's message, all the the Zoom sessions we've been having. Amen? It's been awesome. Winning from behind. How many people can see themselves as winners yes it doesn't matter your swiftness it doesn't matter how things are you just know that you're on the winning side glory to God but today I want to bring a message that I call a people prepared for the Lord okay a people prepared for the Lord it is important for us to be prepared there are things there are things that god wants to do in our lives there are things that god wants to do in our generation there are things that god wants to do through us but we must be ready we must be prepared as a matter of fact it is part of royal protocol A king does not just come. Do you know that? Yeah. Have you ever seen, like, imagine a a, a president is coming and he just just sneaks into into the country. Let's say the president of another country is coming to South Africa. Will he just sneak in? Why? it, It doesn't work like that there is a protocol that must be observed, even if it is not an official visit. Are you getting me? Even if it is not an official visit, there is some protocol that needs to be observed. There is some protocol that needs to be observed. And let me tell you, even in in, in the kingdom of God, it's the same thing. God does not just come into your life to do things without certain preparations. He doesn't. And God will not just come into our city if we don't prepare for Him. God will not just come into our homes if we don't prepare for Him. Yeah. So many times, we want God to just do things and we don't understand the the place of preparation, the importance of preparation. In fact, everything significant in life requires preparation. Did you know that? Yeah. And depending on what it is, the level of preparation will determine what is going to... uh, uh, In fact... The, the, the level of whatever it is that needs to be done will determine the required preparation. Amen. Yeah. So preparation is important. Let's look at the scriptures. Uh, let's go to the book of Luke. St. Luke's Gospel. And we see here when um, the angel, when the angel Gabriel, visited Zechariah, he made a statement, he, he came to give him a message. Now this guy and his wife, for years, they've had no child, no child, and I, I, I suspect that it, they had even given up, okay? They had given up, they're still serving God faithfully, when not, they didn't backslide because Their prayer, you know, was delayed. (laughs) Are you hearing me? (laughs) Yeah. They didn't say, oh, well, God, you know, since you didn't do this, uh, then this prayer thing doesn't work. It means God is not real. No, they didn't say that. They continued faithfully serving the Lord. All right. uh, um, Luke chapter 1. And... um, I'll read from verse 13. It says that the angel of the Lord said to him. Now, the angel of the Lord comes into, into the temple as this guy is performing his religious um, obligation as a priest. Okay, He's, he's performing the rituals um, that pertain to his office as a priest. And as he is doing that, Busy. He wasn't expecting anything. But I have news for you. He wasn't expecting, but his heart was prepared. All right? Maybe not for the message, but for the visitation. Do you get my point? Yeah, maybe not. In fact, let's, let's back up a bit. It says in verse 5, it says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the divisions of Abijah, his wife was the daughter, one of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Okay. They were both righteous before God. Can you see that? They were both what? Righteous before God. So that is part of preparation. Okay. That's part of preparation. They were righteous before God. The word righteous means right standing. Okay? They were in right standing before God. All right. So that prepared them. That prepared them. Then it also says that um, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. Can you see? It's part of preparation. In other words, their lives were in alignment. Okay? Their lives were in alignment, and because their lives were in alignment, God sent the angel Gabriel to visit them. He says, But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years. They had no child, no child at all. Elizabeth had gone, she had advanced in years. She had gone past menopause. And yet this angel just walks in. All right. So as he walks in, uh, so we go to verse 13. It says, Then the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. Don't be upset, don't be afraid. Your prayer has been heard, your prayer has created a highway, your prayer has created a way, a highway in the spirit has prepared the way for you. Your heart has prepared the way. Your obedience has prepared the way. Your prayer has prepared the way. Okay? So the angel comes, don't be afraid. Don't don't be scared. This is good news. This is good news. Somebody, I believe somebody is about to have good news. (laughs) Yes. It's somebody's time for a visitation. It's somebody's time for a manifestation. Amen. Yeah. So, he says to him, your wife will, will have a son and you call him his name John and you will, be, you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. Okay, then verse 15, he says, For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. My goodness. What kind of preparation is that? That will provoke a visitation that will start from the womb. That will provoke the infilling of the Holy Spirit from the womb. What kind of preparation is that? And then he says, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. Glory to God. Then he says, he will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient, the, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So part of the mission of this child, your consecration, your obedience, your alignment, your preparation has provoked a visitation has provoked an election of God. Glory to God. And now, this child that is going to be born of you actually has a mission. The mission is so serious that God will not wait for him to be born before he's filled with the Holy Spirit. The mission is so strong that God, right there from the womb, the Holy Spirit will start anointing this guy. The Holy Spirit was that anointing this guy from the womb. At what point did he get anointed? At what point does a fetus become a child? At what point, at what point is it okay to just abort that, you know, that baby that came without preparation on your part? Is it okay? Under what circumstance is it okay to abort a destiny? Under what circumstance is it okay for you to cut off a life that was sent to the earth? Huh? Do you know the mission of that baby? Do you know? You don't know. Now, I'm listen, I'm just talking. I'm not saying somebody is doing anything, okay? But these are questions we need to ask. Even as we engage people. Yeah, at what point? How do you know? How do you know if that's not the next John the Baptist? How do you know? You see? But I see here that his mission is so serious. His mission is so serious. Now, not everybody has the privilege of being sent an angel to announce the birth of a child or the pending conception of a child. Okay? Not everybody has that privilege. But the fact that that does not happen does not mean That that baby is less important. Glory to God. Yeah. And let me tell you this. There are no illegitimate children. Maybe illegitimate parents. (laughs) But no illegitimate child. The fact that you are here means you are on a mission. Glory to God. I don't care what you have been told. But the fact that you are here means that you have a mission. And you need to prepare for that mission. You need to prepare for it. This child was was, um, sent to prepare a people for the Lord. To prepare people for the Lord. In other words, the Lord is coming, but the Lord, royal protocol requires that the Lord does not come without someone preceding Him to prepare. Just like when when a king is going anywhere, there's a royal team that go ahead. Advanced team or whatever they call them. They would go ahead. I'm telling you that if if the president of America decides to visit this nation, you have no idea of the level of preparation that will go into that visit, even if it's a one-day visit. Even if it's just a few hours' visit, you have no idea the level of preparation it takes. Yeah. There are those that will come and will sneak in without you knowing. Are you following me? Yes. They will come in. They will assess the whole place. Where he's going to stay. They will scan the whole place. Make sure that there is no, no risk. Nothing that is planted in that place. In fact, they can evacuate a whole place. There are cases where they take take the whole hotel. They take it over completely. (laughs) Say preparation. Preparation. Yeah. There are cases where they go to that extent. They're coming one month ahead, two months, sometimes three months ahead. They've already started preparing for this short visit. In the news, you just see, oh, well, it was just a one-day visit. But you don't know the level of preparation that is put into it. And you don't know the amount of resources that are allocated to the preparation. Yeah. The amount of money they spend just to prepare for for this visit. Yeah. Now, if man can do that, think about God. Do you think God will just He will just you know just come in like that without without anything just step in and start? No, no, no. God is greater, He's greater than man. Amen. He's greater than the greatest, most powerful president on the earth. All of them are nowhere close to him. And so before the Lord comes, before the Lord comes, if you want God to move in your life you need to now begin to ask God, Lord, what, how should I prepare? It's like the mother of, 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 uh, of Samson. When the Lord visited her and told her about the the, the, the the son she was going to conceive, and she went and told her husband, the husband, I said, how are we going to prepare? What, How should we prepare for this? So you see, there is need for preparation. And we need to be a people that are prepared. Prepared for the Lord. We need to be prepared for whatever God wants to do. Okay? If God if God wants to if God wants to change the world through you, you better be ready. If God wants to place you on a particular platform, you better be ready before the time. You don't wait until you get there and now you're trying to get ready. It's late. You've missed it. You've missed it. Be ready before time. Yeah, you need to be prepared. If God is going to bring you before kings, you need to be prepared. Be prepared ahead of time. If God is going to bring you in, 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 in the audience of billionaires you need to be prepared you need to be prepared what kind of conversations do should i have with these people you can't just go there and start saying oh well you know my rent is those conversations don't belong in at that level (laughs) do you get my point they don't belong at that level (gasps) No matter what your need is, when you are faced with situations like that, you better be ready. Be ready ahead of time. And that's why you need to work on your mindset, on your thinking. The reason why God cannot expose us to certain things is because we are not prepared. Mentally, you're not prepared. Some, some opportunities you can handle. God cannot allocate certain resources to you. Why? Because you are not prepared. Why? Because by the time He releases it, you expect the whole world to worship you. Yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah, pastor, you know. I want to do something for you. <laughs> oh, my God. The things I've seen in this life. <laughs> this brief life of mine. Very interesting. Yeah. So I, I just, I really want to do this for you, you know. But if you can just, you know, this, if you can just do this for me, I'll do that for you. I didn't even answer him. I pretended as if I didn't hear. Yeah. Just just continue you know in the com- another just change the topic start to- because if I stay there we will fight. So, you know, just I just respect myself and then allow allow him to you know just continue to ramble on to you know, yeah. So the point I'm making is that you need to be prepared. Whatever it is, whatever it is, God is going to do. It requires preparation, and we need to be a people prepared for the Lord. Be ready to face whatever God has got for you, and you, your readiness must be ahead of time. So, the, John the Baptist was sent to prepare people For the Lord. In fact, let's look at uh, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 40. This is speaking about John the Baptist. You know, the prophet Isaiah, it's amazing. This guy, he had so many things to say about the Messiah. All right, look at. Uh, Verse. let's read from verse 3. It says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. God is coming, but He says you need to make straight. In other words, that highway is not straight. Haven't you seen some roads that You know, especially in Africa, in this beloved continent, there are some places you go to after it rains, the road. You you know what I'm talking about. After some heavy rains, then you go there. It's like the road has... It it, it just... Say, what happened here? (laughs) So it's lack of adequate preparation. The, 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 the road was not prepared for the weather. Do you get my point? Yeah. The road, they just did something quickly, quickly. Huh? Just to make everybody think, wow, what a fantastic job. And then how do we know that it is fantastic when the storms come? When the storms come and, you know, it rains, let's say it rains for one week, continuous. After that, it's like, where is the road? You can't even find it. It has been washed away. There was a road there before, but now there is nothing. And we're trying to find a way to navigate that terrain. And if you're not careful, your car will get stuck. I saw a video online and this this bus is, is is moving and and i mean it sinks a bus full of people can you imagine that it, it just it just goes in and whew, it was the river it, it joined the river it just joined the river. Fortunately, the people had come out of the, the bus before that happened. But the point is that if, 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 if you are not prepared ahead of time before you face the storm. When the storm is, 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 is raging, it's not the time for preparation. It's late. So when as the rain is, is pouring, and then we now bring engineers to try, you know, try to make the road to no, you can't do that, it's late already, it should have been done before then. So that's how we need to approach the things of God as well. You need to be prepared ahead of time, and that's one of the reasons why a while ago the Lord said to me, You you need to you need to teach these people. The kind of message you messages you give to those people should prepare them for what is to come. Because there are things coming that you know many it will get many people by surprise. So we we and 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 that's why we're not just you know we we want to we always hear God in order to speak to you to bring the word why? Because it's not just Oh, well, you know, this one looks good. This one sounds good. There's a place for that. Make no mistake about that. All right? But the point is that are we able, have we been able to see where we're going? Have we been able to see where God is taking us? Or how God wants to come? And what is the level of preparation that is required? That is important. If we are going to um, if, if if we are gonna walk and benefit from God's visitations and the things that God is doing. Amen. Imagine someone who wants to he wants someone who wants to be a doctor and he doesn't spend time in medical school to prepare. Yeah, he just yeah, he just he has so much faith. He just believes. And he has a great physician in his heart. In fact, he has a powerful relationship with the great physician. The great physician comes to visit him sometimes. Huh? Yeah. And when he, he, in fact, when when he goes out, sometimes he lays hands on people and they get healed. Yeah, that's right. I heal the sick. I don't. I don't need medical school because I have the great physician, and I am anointed. You're right. You know that there was a time that men of God used to be arrested for for healing the sick without medical license. Yeah, there were times like that. I remember reading a book uh, cell 15 this man of god he was he was having some meetings in munich in germany in the 80s and they arrested him they arrested him they asked him where's your medical license <laughs> why are you why why, why why are you healing the sick obviously that is you know that's going too far because he wasn't practicing Medicine. He was preaching the gospel. All right. But the point I'm trying to make is that you want to practice, but then you don't want to prepare. And then you want to use faith to bulldoze your way. And you want a license. You want to be licensed because 500 people have been healed, or maybe 5,000 people have been healed through your, your ministry. Now you want a medical license. Doc, will they give it? Okay, what about if it's like like say 100,000 people documented. You you you've prayed for them. You know, this was the case you prayed for them, they got healed and then you you it's been verified by doctors. Is that not enough to give somebody a license? Let's see? You have to go through those years of preparation, sleepless nights. Strange names you have to memorize. Yeah, you have to fill your your brain with those strange things. Maybe that's why they always write funny and when they finish. And they're right, we can't read what they are they've written. Too much preparation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. But the point is that how, how can you do that without preparation? How can you do engineering without preparation? How can how how how, how? who is gonna recognize you? It doesn't matter the kind of genius you are, you must go through the basics. And then go through the, you know, all the stages. You must go through them. So, preparation is vital. Turn to someone and say, "Preparation, preparation time is never wasted time." Hallelujah. Yeah, it's never wasted time. Sometimes we have the impression that this preparation is taking too long. Let me find the shortcut. It's, it's taking too much time. Hallelujah. My brother Dr. Adour was, I mean, he just, he just finished his PhD. You know, come on, let's celebrate him. Glory to God. But years of work. What if he was in a hurry? No, I can't wait. I can't wait. I know if I just go in there, I'm so smart. In fact, even my professor can confirm of how smart I am. And you don't have that certificate. And you go there. You say, just test me. I'll tell you. They say, no. Before Before you qualify to even write some tests, you need to have passed certain level of preparation. So if preparation time will take a lifetime, it's okay. Why do you think Jesus spent 30 years to prepare for a three and a half year ministry? If preparation time is wasted time, why would Jesus take so much of his lifetime, in fact, his entire lifetime, to prepare just for three and a half years. We need to renew our minds and begin to value preparation. Are you following me? Because I know we live in an instant generation whereby people don't like to prepare. Everything happens instantly. Your microwave, you know, now even the microwave, you consider it slow. Because you put it there, you know, three minutes is too long. Why can't this thing just warm it in three seconds? So we take that same mindset and we bring it into our walk with God. And God is still preparing you, but you've jumped out. You've jumped out to, 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 you know, to, to, to launch your global... World Outreach Ministries International Incorporated. Yeah. Because you can't pre- wait to prepare. You can't wait to prepare. Preparation time is never wasted time. Yes. It says, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. There are rough places in your life that needs to be smoothened. There are crookedness, crooked things in your life that need to be straightened. And these happen during preparation. Do you get my point? Yeah, they happen during Preparation. And then he says, the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. You want the glory to be revealed? Then prepare. Let's prepare for the revelation of God's glory. Let's prepare for the manifestation of God's glory. Yeah. Ordinary driving. They say you must prepare before you, you are given a license. Ordinary driving of a car. How much more driving your life? Yeah? How much more? You need to prepare. Prepare yourself. Glory to God. May God release grace upon your life. May the Lord show you how to prepare for what he is God for you. Amen. Amen. God show you, help you to see, to understand how to prepare. Yeah, you are not wasting your time when you prepare. Honestly, you are not. They interviewed Billy Graham, the late Billy Graham of blessed memory. They interviewed him one time. They said, if you had to start all over again, what are you going to do different? One of the things he said he would do different is that he would prepare more. He would prepare more. Amen. So that means there were times he got to a place where he just felt, I'm not ready for this. But grace can step in and help you through that. All right, So <laughs> that's why right. I thank God for His grace. But for His grace, many of us will be out of the game, right? Thank God for His grace. But let's not undermine the role of preparation. So you prepare for, for God to use you. You need to prepare. Okay? For God to, to visit you, you need to prepare. All right? so you you, 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 you preparation it, it it encompasses many aspects of your life to your prayer we want a mighty move of god how are we preparing that's the question we should be asking how are we preparing huh we, we want to take midrun how are we preparing how are we preparing These are questions we should ask ourselves. It's like somebody say, oh, I want to get married. And and you're not preparing. You're not ready. Oh, well, we just love each other. And oh, my goodness, that's just it. Yeah. Like one of my relatives says, oh, well, you know, we just love each other. And we know as long as there's love, we'll make it. I said to him, my friend, it takes more than love to make marriage work. Yeah, it takes more than love. I'm not saying love is not important, but it takes more than that. Because there, there are mornings you wake up that you don't feel like loving. So how do you make it work at those moments? Hmm? There are times you feel like killing each other. Come on, married man, woman. She the heart. Just say, oh, hallelujah. Pastor not my portion. That's not my experience. I don't know what you're talking about. No idea. Hmm. We're always feeling in love. It's, it's, it's like when they interviewed Billy Graham's wife years ago, they asked her, uh, since you've been married to this great man, have you ever felt like divorcing him? She said, divorce? Never. Murder? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God. So how do you make it work when you feel like killing? These are real emotions. Telling you. But the level of preparation will determine whether you will scale through. Yeah. So young people, you want to get married? You need to come. Let us help you to prepare. Because we have a process. We have a process how we do it. Prepare people. I mean, people that are prepared still have challenges. How much more those that are not? You know, it's like saying, oh, because I went to medical school, then that means I'm prepared for every situation I'll face. Is it true, dog? Yeah. There are are situations you face, face, like, my professor didn't tell me this one. (laughs) But you know what you've been exposed to so many things that enable you to make wise decisions. Hallelujah. Even though that case that 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 case study you didn't have that you didn't go through that. You didn't face that but now you've got the confidence. Hallelujah. And you can handle it. So we need preparation. Children of God need to be more prepared in this day and hour. Telling you, we're living in the last days and people are not even prepared. People are not prepared. Look at how one virus shook people. Shook the whole world. We were not ready for it. Am I correct? Yeah, although some, some people have been picking signals. Yeah. Huh? So those that were more prepared handled it better than others so what was it that you used to build your life? do you know that some people have have vanished no more to be seen let's be prepared one of the things that Jesus said about the the the, the, the you know, the, remember the parable of the virgins, the ten virgins. Yeah, the ten virgins. They, first of all, ten virgins means that they were all saved. That's, that's symbolic of, of salvation. They were all saved. Okay? Because sometimes you read that and say, oh, well, those ones were not saved. These other ones were saved. No, 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 no. They were all saved. Yeah, they were all saved. And then the wise ones got extra oil for their lambs. They took time to be filled with the Spirit. Do you get my point? Yeah, Ephesians tells us that we need to be filled continually with the Holy Spirit. And not be drunk with wine, right? Those wise virgins were filled with the Spirit at all times. The other ones were not always filled. They were filled sometimes. When there is something that is about to happen, they'll be filled. When there is a performance coming, they will be filled. When we are about to have a conference, then we are serious with God. Oh, when it is almost Sunday, then we are serious. Or when we have to minister, then we are serious. When we have an opportunity to stand on the stage, okay, we will be serious. We will prepare, put some preparation. But then when we are not, there's no preparation. The Bible says be instant in season and out of season. Okay, be ready at all times. Constant readiness. A state of constant readiness is what Jesus recommends to all believers. That's why he says that the coming of the Lord, you know, he will come like a thief in the night, right? We must be ready at all times. Yeah. So the the, the foolish virgins didn't care. To be filled with the Spirit, they were—they're were okay. They were satisfied with just being religious, and then the, now the time comes. The bridegroom is here. I say, oh my God, please, let's prepare now. Help, help me. Let me have some of your preparation. No, no, no. It's, it's, I can't give you my preparation. My preparation is mine. Come on, turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, my preparation is mine. Yes. So you need your own preparation. You can't transfer your preparation to someone. Or oh, doc, is it possible for you to transfer your learning to Joshua? I mean, your son, he's you love him so much. Just transfer all you you learned. He has to get his own. That's how it is. You, 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 you. There's no shortcut. That's the bad news to some people. That there's no shortcut to these things. So let's be prepared. Amen? Amen. Prepared. And oh, when said, behold, the bridegroom cometh. Boom. The wise ones were ready. Boom. And they went. The, the other ones, they say, oh, let us go and buy quickly. Let's go and prepare quickly. By the time they've gone, oof, the flight has departed. It has Departed. You know, it's, it's, it's like you get to the airport, you're traveling, you get to the airport, then you discover, oh my God, I left my passport. <laughs> Come on, guys, don't, I know, I know it doesn't happen to you. <laughs> you just get, oh my God, huh? And it's 30 minutes to the flight. Then you now want to speed. You are. Breaking all the rules because you want to quickly get it and make this flight, You've missed it. So the point is readiness. Okay? On that parable, Jesus is saying, be ready. When they, when they say, okay, it's time, boom, I'm ready. So that's why I don't prepare to minister when I have to minister. I prepare all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> many, what, many times I've been caught on our words. So I'm not going to be caught on our words anymore. Yeah. I won't. I, not again. Yeah. That's how one day in London, I was just called to preach. And, and I'm like, ah, no notice. <laughs> I was just, oh my God. I think people were like, what is he saying? What? What is he saying? It was miserable. So after that, I said, not again. Hallelujah. Many times I've walked into a place, they just hand me a microphone. Ah. Like that? Yeah. I went to, I attended a wedding in Zimbabwe. As I got in, they just gave me a microphone. Well, go preach. <laughs> I didn't even have a Bible. I said, I don't have a Bible. Say, said, oh, no, not, not a problem. You can use this one. <laughs> I thought my excuse would work. But guess what? I was ready. Yeah. Kota postaha, Hallelujah! I was ready, and 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 you know, just just last week, the guy that I wedded, that I preached at his wedding, was reminding me of the message that I preached wow. twenty years ago. He says, This, I've held on to this word. Glory to God. That's why I like that ever ready battery. <laughs> I just like the name, not, not the battery itself, but, but the name. It's, it's just ever ready. Hmm? Have you you've seen those commercials where other batteries are running? Hey! Then ever ready is like it's like yeah you are you still there the, the journey is about to begin the race is just starting now you're out so get ready Amen. get ready god is about to do things in your life god is about to do things in your family god is about to do things in this land let us get ready get ready for the move of god Revival doesn't just happen. It happens because people were ready. People prepared for it. It happens because some people spend time in prayer. Seeking God. Setting their hearts in order. And that's why we dealt with repentance. Hallelujah. Because repentance gets you ready. It gets you ready. Consecration gets you ready. Prayer gets you ready. Study gets you ready. Hallelujah. Obedience gets you ready. Practice gets you ready. Yeah. I remember many years ago. I mean, I was just learning to play the guitar, you know. just I just learned the C chord, you know. And this friend of mine, God forgive him. <laughs> this friend of mine, we went somewhere. Now, because he has seen me practicing C, he now told them I can play. He says, No, Eric can play, he can play. I said, No, not he's lying, he can play. And guess what? They gave me the guitar. Oh my god. I up till today I feel the pain. I still feel the pain when I remember. I said, "Oh my, this brother!" Now I, uh, he says, "I'm pretending." <laughs> you can't play a song with one chord. <laughs> oh, second, is it? Am I correct? Can you 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 can Can you play a song just with one chord? Uh, I want to sing uh, Israel Houghton with one chord. How, how are you going to do that? I wasn't ready. He just pushed me like that. Without being ready, I was so embarrassed. Let's be ready. Be ready for opportunities before they show up. Okay, yes. You need to be ready for opportunities. God wants to prepare you for certain opportunities. God wants to bring certain opportunities and he says, oh, you're not ready. Let it wait. So get ready before opportunity knocks. Yeah. There's nothing as good as preparation. Meeting the right opportunity. Oh my, it's so sweet. Yeah. You're prepared for it. Then now you have the opportunity. You step into it with confidence. Amen. I don't want you to face anything unprepared. I don't want you to miss opportunities because you're not prepared. I don't want you to miss God's move because you are not prepared. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, be in a constant state of readiness. If you know the, the field in which God has called you, always be ready. Always be ready. Don't get upset because they didn't give you prior notice. When they, do that, when they do that, when they give you opportunities and you are not prepared, don't be angry with them. You know, let it be a message to you. Rather than say, oh, wow, well, you should have given me... You no, know, notice. Yeah, they should have, but they didn't. So what are you going to do about it? Don't fight about that. If you were prepared, would you be upset? Even if they didn't tell you, even if they didn't give you prior notice, if you were prepared, would you be upset? No. It's like the wedding I said, I I preached at. I wasn't upset that I was, you know. Why? Because I was ready. I don't remember the messages. I used some acronyms. BEST. B E -S 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 S. T, Hallelujah! Come on, say yo. You you need to bless your wife. B for bless. You bless her. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Yes. L for love. You need to love her. You need to learn how to love. E. You need to exhort. You, you, you need to learn to exhort. You know, to exhort means to encourage as well. Learn to encourage. I, I know you want the rest. I won't give you. <laughs> <laughs> S, you need to serve. You need to learn to serve one another. To learn to serve, you cannot build a marriage without serving. You need to serve. Hallelujah. Okay, fill in the blanks. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, but you know what? Being ready before opportunity comes is priceless. Is priceless. Be ready before the opportunity to raise the dead comes. Okay, be ready. Hallelujah. I love the Lord. Let's let's. Time is gone. Let's let's just appreciate the Lord. Come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I bless your name. I bless your name. Yes, that you will be prepared. I pray that you be prepared. you're not going to miss. you're not going to miss any opportunity that God has for you. Yes. the opportunity to be a blessing, you need to be you need to you, you need to be ready to be a blessing at all times. Yes. Be ready to love at all times. Always ready to love. Hallelujah. Always be ready to encourage. Always have a word of encouragement. Be ready to encourage people all the time. Be ready to serve people at all times. And also be ready to supplicate. Be ready to to pray supplication is a time of prayer be ready to supplicate be ready to go before God at all times when it's time for you to do that don't say oh well you know I wasn't told no do it be ready Lord I pray for the spirit of preparation to come upon us so oh God help us to be prepared to be prepared for opportunities to be prepared Oh God to to serve, to be prepared, oh God, to step in to the things that you have for us. Yes. Help us to be ready to step up, to be ready to step up when it's time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray, oh Father, for everyone listening to me, those online, those on the TV, I pray in the name of Jesus. That you will cause a staring in their hearts, oh God. A staring that will lead to preparation. Stir their hearts, oh Father, to prepare themselves ahead of time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory, praise, and honor. My Lord. Lord, help us not to miss opportunities due to lack of preparation. Lord, my God, that none of us will miss opportunities due to lack of preparation. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. And I give you glory. I give you glory. I want you to know that each, in whenever there is a transition, there is some level of preparation required before you transit before you move from one level to the other there's need for preparation so Lord I pray for your people Lord God prepare us for the next level in the name of Jesus prepare us for the next level prepare us for the next dimension mighty God prepare us for the next opportunities prepare us for the next open doors Prepare us for the next promotion. Prepare us, O God, for the next blessing. Prepare us, O God. Prepare us, O God. Mighty God, and the grace to sustain the effort required throughout the preparation time. Deliver us from impatience. Deliver us from every tendency. Lord God, to undermine Preparation in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord my God. Lord my God. Just like Jesus prioritized preparation. And in a few years. He did what many of us cannot do in a lifetime. Lord, I ask that you would give us that same grace. In the name of Jesus. There are some people here who are supposed to take nations. There are some people here who are supposed to impact the whole generation. There are some people here who are supposed to be to be major authorities in, in, in their fields of study. Some of you that are supposed to be captains of industries. Some of you that are supposed to establish conglomerates across the earth, but Lord, I just pray for the preparation required, the wisdom of oh God, the wisdom that is required to be prepared. No matter how long it takes, I come against that temptation to undermine temptation uh, to to undermine preparation. No matter how long it takes to prepare, to impact the earth, Lord my God, that we will give what it takes. Help us, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Let's celebrate the Word of God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Before we go, I want to pray for you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, maybe you're watching as well, you want to give your life to Jesus. If you just pray this prayer, you need to prepare your heart for Jesus to come in. Okay? You need to prepare, and this prayer will help you to prepare for that. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. You repeat after me, so that Jesus can come into your heart. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus come into my heart make me a new person help me to love what you love and to hate what you hate I want to know you intimately from this day forward thank you Lord Amen Now I pray for you, Father, I pray for your people, even as they've prayed this prayer. I ask for the new creation realities to dawn upon them. Let your kingdom manifest in their lives. I break the power of sin. I break every hold of the enemy over their lives. Let your kingdom manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you people.